0: Bush and Richie here, back reunited uh, with a podcast for you. I'm going to let Richie a- a- introduce this one because basically what he does in the next a- a couple of hours gets us into all sorts of trouble.
1: <laughs> um, I've come back
0: keen, I've come
1: back excited, I've come back with a bit of a feature idea, which you'll hear in the
0: podcast, um, and then chaos ensues. Yeah, to the point where we're still dealing... This is after the show now. We're still dealing with it.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Last time we were in a studio together the show was 24 oh, hours long
0: God. i'm just checking this one is just three right i don't gen- i genuinely don't think i could ever do that again <laughs> we haven't really had a debrief but if anyone asks never again hey in other news i went to the nfl match yesterday in uh, tottenham stadium Jets versus Falcons. Uh, it was so good. It was amazing. You see any photos of it? I saw
1: pictures. I'm aware, begrudgingly, as an Arsenal fan. It's an incredible stadium. An American
0: football game to go to. I went once at Wembley. It's an event, isn't it? It's an amazing event. It was. It's such a nice atmosphere at an American football game. I mean, I love. I'll never. You know, I'll, I'll always love football matches and mm. that are kind of. Uh, panto hatred you have the opposition for football, but there's something about everyone joining in together in this thing that they love with American football, it's, and they put on such a good show. Uh, and the players are brilliant as well. One thing I really noticed from my seat watching the game uh, yesterday was that the players, when they was, they scored the touchdowns, yeah. were throwing the American football into the crowd at the end by the end zone. Oh wow! Imagine being the person that's caught an actual proper American football, and you get to take that home. It's like the size of a baby. Now you see that's
1: different from our football, isn't it? The football goes in the crowd. They're waiting for it to come back,
0: and then they, take, they throw it on and off. You go. Yeah, sometimes they hold on onto it for ages just to wind <laughs> yeah. the other team up. But I mean, weirdly, I've been watching quite a bit of baseball in the past week or so as well, well into the American sports. Uh, it's always the same on an international break, do you know what I mean? Uh, and they throw they throw a lot of the baseballs into the crowd as well. And again, there's always these people diving on top of each other to grab them. Imagine being the person that's lucky enough. It would feel like, you know, something come out of the heavens and chosen yeah. you. So just thought, first hour of the show, bearing in mind that with had the NFL game uh, in London over the weekend. Have you ever left the live event having got something. So this could be sport or theatre or music or whatever. Have you ever got a drumstick or a set list or an item, anything goes. Now, this wasn't thrown from the stage,
1: but uh, in the era of when Coldplay were doing the big stadium gigs and there was, like, the light-up bracelets... Oh, yeah. ..that would go off halfway through the event. I remember those. Chris Martin, at the end of that, did say, Hey, guys, please all chuck them in the buckets as you leave,
0: guys. <laughs> That's my Chris Martin impression. It's, it's, pretty, it's absolutely bang on. I took it home. You, you nicked it? I, I took it home. So you would have to stuff that down your trousers still flashing? <laughs> You had some fun getting on the tube like that. So come on, have you nicked anything and taken it away from a live event we want to hear from didn't you? Nick it. Well, you did.
1: I, just, I didn't put it in the bar, I didn't see where the bucket
0: was, Chris. This is interesting, the development for Richie right now. Uh, of course, Chris Martin going to be popping up on Friday's show and you've nicked some of his, so we'll see how that pans out.
1: Laura says, I caught a water bottle from a strongman competitor uh, when I went to watch Europe's Strongest
0: Man. What an amazing thing. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, Chris has a caught an STD at Reading 93. That's not what we're after. Thanks, mate. Uh, Andy, this is amazing, right? He says, This is Tommy Hill's boot from the 2011 British Superbike Championship. us a photo of it. Apparently, he went on to win it. Thrown into the crowd when he won it, and I got it. And I got him, sign, I got him to sign it a few weeks later as well. And now it is in a glass case. Oh, wow on his mantelpiece. An amazing thing, if you have an item that you've managed to pick from a live event, we want to hear about it. Robert says, I acquired a life-size cardboard cutout of Elkie Brooks on the way out of a charlatans gig in Doncaster. (laughs) There's no explanation for this at all. Uh, We're talking about things that you might have got from a live event. I was just watching, I was at the NFL yesterday, uh, Jets versus the Falcons, and quite a few of the players threw the ball into the crowd after a touchdown. What an amazing thing to get in American football. Brilliant. Uh, Rain says, I got two of
1: the symbols from Morrissey's tambourine, Gig. Get this, I made earrings from them. They are my most
0: prized possession. I love that. I love it when someone gets something like that and then makes it into someone else, which is a great thing. Uh, Matt says, both of mine are chocolate-related, from Panto. i got a Crunchy from the Chuckle Brothers and a commemorative <laughs> wagon wheel from Berwick Kaler in Yorkshire. It's great, but they're not going to keep, are they? You can't make them into earrings, can you, mate? Uh, Garth,
1: what did you come away with? Basically, I randomly went up to Trevor Nelson once he was leaving the... Uh, local DJ uh, nightclub area and just thought it would be a good idea to swap shirts with him but in a drunken haze me being an extra large and him a medium um, <laughs> made for interesting viewing for the other um, nightclub goers right, so
0: did, did Trevor agree to swap shirts with you even though you came up to him in, the, in outside the lose on the way out of the nightclub
2: yeah yeah no to this day I've still got his uh, tight fitting tumour <laughs> golf t-shirt. So, yeah, I don't know what he's done with mine. He's probably got that framed in his front room somewhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's the weirdest part of the whole thing, isn't it? If someone came up to us after one of our big club nights and said, hey, boys, do you want to swap t-shirts? I'm sure we would both be at our politest. No, you're yeah.
0: all right, mate. No, I think you would have been. You'd have been tasered by now, mate. Can't you that close. I think, I think there was a few bouncers following me. i <laughs> have <laughs> got Andy on the line. What did you get from a gig?
2: Um, I, I went to uh, watch the Beastie Boys when they first toured the UK, and I was down right down the front. They were doing their thing. Come Ad Rock, uh, and he's swinging a can of Budweiser. Just passes it down to me. <laughs>
0: What did you do with that, then? Did you, especially you'd feel uh, incumbent on you to actually have a swig if he was still making eye contact with you? (laughs) Did you have some?
2: Yeah.
1: I don't care how famous someone is. If they've already swigged from a can of Budweiser, (laughs) I ain't
0: having that. I don't know. Someone that you really love, though. You were almost like giving him a bit of a kiss, isn't it? (laughs) A bit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So you've kissed that rock? Ah, there you go. (laughs) <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's a leap. It is. Good to speak to you, man. Cheers, Andy. And you guys, take care of eh? uh, The Atlanta Falcons have got uh, a guy dressed as a falcon dancing around. They've also got the cheerleaders and everything like that as well. Uh, Katie has a very good point, right? Obviously, they brought the cheerleading team over. The Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons, were designated as the home team yesterday. Um, but there was a guy dressed as a falcon dancing around who's like their mascot. Do you think they flew him over from America as well, along with the cheerleaders and the actual team? They might have done if it's choreographed, unless they, unless Spurs have like a cockerel that's dressed up and they, they borrowed the bloke who does that for the day. It could be. I mean, imagine that. Imagine you imagine him being at the front of the plane, yeah. having a gin and tonic, <laughs> living the absolute dream. Are you, doing? are you all prepared for tomorrow, Tony? I'm fine, i just it. and That was an accidental little uh, pun there. Uh, talking about getting stuff from the crowds uh, tonight on the show. At the end of uh, whenever they scored a touchdown, they threw the ball into the crowds uh, yesterday, which is an amazing thing. Imagine being someone who got their hands on an actual American football. If you've managed to come away from a live event with an item, tell us about it.
1: Anthony says, "Download 2015." My partner at the time caught a plectrum from Paul Stanley from Kiss. Thirty or so wow. people looking for this plectrum in the dirt. There she is with a plectrum. And a very smug grin. Hope you framed it. One more from Dan in Chalmsford. I love this. Dan says, I caught a bunch of flowers oh. that were thrown by the Russian women's 4x400 four metre gold medalists at the 2012 Olympics. Amazing. How nice is that? They got stripped of their title later on due to doping. I still have the flowers though.
0: Swings around about, isn't it? <laughs> a brave face on an autumnal Monday night. Good to have you on board.
1: Now you've said to me many, many times while we've been working together that I never let the truth get in the way of a good story and that I will bluff my way through a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> um, last week, uh, whilst I was off, I learnt something that I did not know before and I've come back with an amazing fact, right? Okay. So I went to, uh, had, a, had a week off, didn't go away anywhere, uh, just decided to potter around the local area and basically just be off the grid. I think I'm best off the grid. It's nice to be off the grid sometimes. It's good to be off the grid. Went to St Albans Cathedral. All right? It wasn't okay. the plan to go to the cathedral, yeah. it was just the plan to have a moot around St Albans. I'd never been before. Ended up in the cathedral because it started to rain and they've got a good
0: coffee shop. I didn't even know St Albans had a cathedral, I'll be honest with you. Well,
1: here we go, right? And I'm working up to my fact. Yeah. When you think cathedral, you think you're Winchester's, you think you're St Paul's, you think you're Lincoln's, you think you're Salisbury's. Exeter. You think you're Exeter. Exeter All right? thank you. Everyone can name a cathedral. Yeah. You don't necessarily think St Albans. Here's the fact. St Albans Cathedral, the longest nave in England. Wow. All those other cathedrals...
0: I haven't got as long a nave as St Albans. So even like the big ones where all like the royalty get married and all that kind of stuff, they, they, it's not the nave anywhere near. It's Tiny not, nave. It's not a touch on uh, uh, St Albans's nave, is you it? You
1: name all those royals that have walked up St Paul Cathedral's
0: nave and all that kind of stuff. Not as long a walk as if they got married at St Albans. Weird. If you'd have got, if you'd have like walked St Albans's nave and then gone to say St Paul's nave, you'd be like you'd be walking and think actually that comes up short on <laughs> yeah, St Albans, <laughs> doesn't it? Exactly. Albans is
1: still playing. Now, come yeah. on, they're still coming <laughs> up the nave. (laughs) So, I've had a thought for certainly my first show back in a week. You can see how switched off my creative brain has been. How about a fact-off?
0: Get in touch with your favourite fact. When are you booking holiday again? (laughs) (laughs) I like, no, it's fine. I like this. So does it have to be cathedral-based? No, no,
1: no, no, no. no. This is not cathedral-based content, all right? This is fact-based. It doesn't even have to be local to you. Your favourite fact. For example, go back to when we did the 24-hour show. Yeah. We had all those facts about figgy biscuits and the wasps inside
0: them and all that kind of stuff. That's a slander. That's (laughs) not even a fact. There are no wasps in fizzy biscuits. (laughs) Figgy biscuits, fizzy biscuits. (laughs) If anyone gets in touch with the figgy biscuit thing, you're blacklisted.
1: So that's all we want from you right now, okay? Your favourite fact is a fact office up against my St Albans nave,
0: okay? That must be, be such a cool thing. If you live in St Albans, you know, no matter what happens, what people say about where you live, your local area, your, your turf, <laughs> you know that you've got the longest nave. <laughs> That's in the locker, do you know what I mean? So get in touch with your favourite fact. Andrew
1: says, uh, guys, you should know to always buy shoes in the afternoon as your feet are slightly smaller in the morning. Smaller feet in the... how's that even work? If you th- well, I... Obviously, this is Andrew's fact. It's right. not here to be questions about it. But using a bit of logic, if you've walked around on your feet all morning, by the afternoon, you might have flattened them out. Is that, is that true? I think... What's his
0: name? Andrew in Sheffield. I think he's been on the uh, Shandy's... <laughs> oh, five. five. Four-pack of a Randy Boom sat in his tracky bottoms listening to the radio. <laughs> he's clocked off. Uh, we've got Kenny on the line. Kenny, mate, please tell us your facts. Uh, all polar bears are left-handed.
1: All polar bears are left-handed?
0: Yeah, all of them. How do you know if a bear's left-handed, though? Like, what, how does that even work? It's what they hunt with. It's their most dominant hand. Oh, I thought it was a wristwatch thing. <laughs> yeah, that's one. He's got his Casio on the other <laughs> hand.
1: From what I've read about polar bears, uh, does anyone ever survive meeting one uh, long enough to be able to pass on to someone else, I got hit by the left paw?
2: Not that I know of, but also, uh, they apparently, they hide their noses when they hunt. And also, their fur fur isn't white, it's see-through.
0: It's all smoke and mirrors with polar bears, isn't it? Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous. I wouldn't trust one as far as I could
1: throw it. (laughs) (laughs) Quote of the
0: night. Rachel in Glasgow says, Did
1: you know more people have been to the moon than have won Takeshi's Castle? Wow, it's like squid game. Uh, We we are hosting a a fact-off on tonight's show. Uh, Dazzle us with your favourite facts. Uh, This is after I uh, visited St Albans Cathedral on my week off, longest nave in England.
0: You've made a real, real use of that week off. I'm really, really proud of you. Uh, Adam says, the man who created Pringles Tube got buried in one when he died. Someone else follows up on Twitter saying, how small was he? I think he might have had a, b- a bigger <laughs> one, mate. Uh, Rivka on Twitter says, a group of ladybirds is actually called a loveliness. Oh, that's quite lovely. Which is completely apt, isn't it? That's really nice. I'm marvelling at the fact
1: that I did see an episode of Takeshi's Castle where they won. So but you saw the one... Yeah, well I the wasn't few. alive for the moon landing, so... It's quite something. That's the circle of life, that, isn't it? And then there's something here. A a tweet says, Re your fact off. Uh The longest nave in an English church is not St (sighs) Albans. It's actually Winchester Cathedral. So... Fact um, off. Come on. (laughs) Very good. Let's just have a fact off here. Can't St Albans have nice things? I've opened up another tab on a very popular search engine. Um, Winchester Cathedral... And St Albans Cathedral are both claiming to have the longest nave in England. That is,
0: that's like beef, church beef. Exactly, but by by two very ancient church places. Do you know what, I mean, coming from like, you know, living in Leon C being by Southend, if another place up sticks and try to, you know, put it out there that they've got the longest pier in Europe, We'd, we'd, we'd want to do something about it. Do you know what I, mean? I don't want to incite anything here between a St Albans or, you know, uh, uh, or Winchester or anything like that, uh, drive by Holy Water or something, but I, you can't have that out there, this inconsistency. I, mean, I would imagine the bishops are on the phone
1: to each other as we speak. Let's sort it out. <laughs> yeah. We need to sort this out. <laughs> Go down the naves Come on, one of those clicky things you add in geography or yes. maths. There must be a way of sorting this out, though. You can't <laughs> we'll both be held. We'll have to there. get onto this. This has derailed the whole evening. <laughs> a feature that has started two cathedral fighting against each other. They might not be aware that they're having a fight yet. Winchester and uh, uh, St
0: Albans both laying claim to the longest nave in England. And, the, and this is out there on the internet and everything as well. They're both out there at <laughs> it saying that they've got the longest nave. But we want to hear from you. What is
1: your favourite fact? Robert says the longest word you can make using just the top line of a typewriter keyboard is... Typewriter.
0: So, you know typewriter keyboards, are old-school typewriters, are they yeah. the same as the keyboards that we would have, the 100%, QWERTY? As 100%, they call 100%. yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. Di Taylor says the boots Clint Eastwood wore in Unforgiven, the movie, were the same boots he wore in Rawhide. That's a good fact. Uh, we've got Von on the line. Von, what is your
2: fact? In the middle of World War II, uh, Winston Churchill was known for being a bit eccentric and he decided he wanted a duck platypus. platypus. Um, they had to ship it from Australia... Uh, to the UK via submarine, but, but the platypus, they're, they're rather delicate and it actually survived all the way up to 24 hours out of Liverpool when a U-boat was sighted and the submarine had to dive, at uh, which the platypus promptly died.
0: <laughs> oh, so wow. close! It's a, uh, close to being a beautiful fact and then with quite a grisly end. Why did why did the platypus <laughs> die though? Was it just the submarine dive, then what happened to the platypus?
2: Well, they're just really delicate to any, any change, especially at that time. Um, there was only one man who was able to look after them and breed them, never mind ship them places. So it, it was a bit of an insane feat to do, but, you know, when, you, when, you, when you're when you in charge at country, you do what you want. You do what you
0: want. I mean, talk about, like, you know, nowadays it would be Uber Eats and that, but Winston Churchill, <laughs> middle of the night, decides he wants a platypus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uber Eats,
1: Wow. Wow. Thank you, Vaughn. You've just won the (laughs) fact-off.
2: Yes! Get in.
0: Uh, We've got a bit of breaking news ourselves, actually. The fact-off is in turmoil, right? Uh, Paul now says, Sorry, guys, the Aha! video was shot at the Gothic Church of St. Alban in Teddington. Not St. (laughs) Albans Cathedral. He says, I know this as I was there. It wasn't St. Albans.
1: This is a disaster. I'm not sure anyone can believe anything that they've heard in the last
0: hour of the show. Ben in Andover makes a very good point. We should have addressed this earlier on. He says, Gents, sorry to be thick, but what the hell is a knave? It's the, it's the aisle up the middle of the church. The bit right down the centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You walk up the nave. Right up the nave. Right up the nave. Nate says Alex Stewart scored 8,463 test runs for England.
0: His birthday, the 8th of the 4th, 63. That is spooky. That's a fact. Written in the stars. Written in the stars. I wonder if he knew that and thought, right, I'm just going to get to my birth date and then stop. <laughs> Uh, Chris says, <laughs> this is really weird, actually. Approximately only one in four robins make it to adulthood. And they're cute in that, but they're also violent and regularly kill each other. That's an amazing fact. That's Christmas ruined, is it? I did not know that. Here's
1: another fact for you. This might be the Im- most important fact so far. Wow. Liam Gallagher is playing two more huge shows. He has just announced uh, dates in Manchester and Glasgow. The Etihad Stadium in Manchester 1st of June uh, and then Hampden Park in Glasgow on the 26th of June. Uh, and tickets go on sale 9:30 this Friday. You can get them at absoluteradio.co.uk/tickets.
0: That is a fact. That is a fact and at this rate Noel's going to be working on the bar. <laughs> So, good to have you on board on this Monday night. As I said in the first hour of the show, I went to the NFL yesterday. And you know what? The thing that impressed me the most wasn't the game. It wasn't Tottenham's fancy stadium. It was a kebab shop next to the North Middlesex Hospital. And this is the God's honest truth, right? We were walking, cutting through to get to Tottenham's ground, and there was this kebab shop. But it wasn't a kebab shop. It was a converted london double decker bus oh yeah called the last stop kebab oh i see
1: what they've done there that's last stop yeah
0: yeah and you can sit on the bus and eat kebabs and they've converted it into a restaurant and i've never seen anything like it before in my life brilliant brilliant it's unfortunate the last stop kebab is opposite the hospital (laughs) they might have wanted it down the road a little bit but that's fine the the main pun is that is the bus (laughs) and it's just open just blow my mind because i put it on twitter saying does anyone know of any other um, things or vehicles or anything that's been converted into an eatery, yep. and some of the stuff that's come back in is unbelievable. John has sent us a tweet of, uh, "You would love steaks on a plane." In Bolton, and it's it's a what appears to be a Learjet converted into a steak bus
1: Now you see that's a very clever one as well because you got your snakes on a
0: plane as a movie. Yeah. So you go on your steak. I think that's that's brilliant. So these are great. I mean, last stop kebab, brilliant double decker bus. Uh, there has got to be train stuff. You know, uh, train Richie right up your street. There's got to be train based. Now I mean, you can surely.
1: easily convert a railway carriage into some kind of restaurant. I mean, you have got a dining car anyway, so I, there must be plenty of those out there.
0: If you know of anywhere, maybe in your local area, and you want to sing about it. Uh, a thing or a vehicle that's been converted into an eatery. We need to hear about it. Eight twelve fifteen. A text to show.
1: Mark in Manchester says the sun always shines on TV was actually oh, filmed. No, tell <laughs> I'm me that. Really no. sorry about this.
0: Was actually filmed at Chessington World of Adventures during halftime. time. Joe, you've done right. You've been off on holiday for a week, and your return back to home time is like you know when someone goes through someone's lounge in their car. <laughs> Mrs. turn. it's a little bit like that. It's unbelievable. my return
1: to the show today has been utter carnage. If you've if you've missed out, <laughs> what has been going on with Winchester and St Albans Cathedral? And aha, it's a very good reason to listen to the podcast of tonight's show.
0: Ltel says, "You amateurs, near where we lived in Graz, Austria, there's two planes on the roof of a building. One's a restaurant, and one's a bar." Oh wow! Wow, we uh, sticking with transport, but slightly
1: different. Uh, this tweet says, "The bus depot." club mm. in High Wickham. It was a
0: nightclub that was a bus depot, good for burgers, beers and cocktails. Great combination. <laughs> we've got Leanne on the line. Leanne, tell us about your local place.
2: Um, on the Greenway in Stratford, there's a beautiful little cafe that's an old train carriage and it, they play jazz and they have really cool food and tapas. Uh, it's really, really nice.
0: And uh, obviously, Richie, a bit of a train buff, be right up your street. Do you know, uh, yeah. for the people on Richie's forums, what kind of train it is specifically? <laughs>
2: Not a clue, no. It's one that does alcohol and food. That's the most important thing.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it may do alcohol and food, but I don't know what page to look for in my spotter book for that. <laughs> Thank you very much, Leanne. <laughs> Now, see, I love my trains, and there's plenty of these coming in now. I also love my pizza, so I might oh. have to make a bit of a pilgrimage to Granton on Spey. I think that's Scotland, a great pizza restaurant in two carriages of an old train station. Surely this is just this is a dream for you, isn't it? This it is a pizza on a train. Pizza I mean, on a train. I've never heard of anything like it.
0: Colin says there's a place in Scotland called Thornhill that's got a converted fighter jet's been turned into a glamping pod. Hyda Claire. he says a horse box has been repurposed to become a bar in Goodrington Bay in Torbay. <laughs> and Mimi Lockers on Twitter says uh, there's a boat that's been turned into a cafe. It's called Storm in a Teacup. I like that, I like that. In North Devon, it's got Cracking Grub as well. These are brilliant.
1: Now, imagine, all right, fast forward, I don't know how long Absolute Radio's got going for it, probably a long time. I certainly hope so.
0: Well, given this show, maybe a couple of years. <laughs> so, you know. yeah.
1: But imagine, right, OK, this radio studio suddenly becomes... A derelict radio studio.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Do you think there's a cafe in the form of a radio studio? Well, we've got a desk here that we stand and sit around. Well, that's this what I'm thinking, trying. yeah. It could be called, like, the ad break. The ad something. break.
1: Or or maybe, if you think about this, this long, sweeping white desk that we've got here, I could imagine sort of like sushi.
0: Going Go around on, in a little
1: circle. A little circle, like on the little scale x thing that the, the sushi goes around on.
0: If you guys are listening right now and thinking, I've got a brilliant name for what our radio-themed <laughs> restaurant could be, then help us out on the show this evening. You can drop us a little tweet at Absolute Radio.
1: We are rapidly approaching the end of the show, which is why I've uh, consciously left it right to the end to talk about this very briefly. Um, I went and saw the Bond movie last week whilst I was off. Oh, yes. No time to die. No time to die. Obviously, there's still plenty of people looking to catch up on it. Um, It's been a major event in cinema, people waiting for it. Uh, But there is something that happens in it that I'm dying to talk about to so many people, but, like, there's only so many people that you can talk to. Can't talk about it on the radio because it would be a massive spoiler and all this kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I
0: want to talk to you about it. I don't think you're necessarily a massive Bond fan. Not really, no. So you could get away... If we, you and I were to go off somewhere, yeah. that would be safe. So,
1: I'm going to mention it, but I'm going to get our producer to uh, make sure that when I do talk about it, like a classic bit of the Bond music crashes in and and doesn't give a
0: spoiler away. Right, so this is a a controlled, spoiler-free environment. You're going to use a sound effect to cover over any sensitive bits of material, but I can still hear you. You can, exactly. Okay. great.
1: What I couldn't believe was the very fact that Bond... (laughs)
0: You are joking. Yeah, no, no, seriously. They actually... During the actual movie.
1: Yes. Isn't that bold? Everything that you think you knew about Bond and he...
0: I can now see why you wanted to take precautions ahead of this piece.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So, look, if you have gone and seen that Bond movie... And you want to discuss it with me, because it's a burden that I've been carrying around, the fact that he... Tweet me, at Richie Firth. I'm on Twitter, all right? Then we can have a discussion about it. It doesn't spoil it for anybody else. Apart from the other people on Twitter that can see
0: your conversation.
1: Well, yeah, but then they would have chosen to go and look for it, and then that's on them, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's not quite how Twitter works, but I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, don't tweet me. (laughs) If you've been troubled by any of the incidents mentioned by Richie in this show that you've heard on the podcast, you can get in touch with us now. Hometime at absolute